It's the Thursday portion of the right hook. I hope you enjoyed six o'clock news because we're going somewhere different. It's Bill Hughes, and he's looking, as he always does, at the essential songs. Now, last week, I was so excited. It was foot-tapping stuff. It was 1932. I had visions of the Depression in America, the end of Prohibition, all that kind of stuff. Where are we going this week? You can't be 32 unless you go (laughs) to 33. So where are you going? You're the only one who I know who could say lovingly that they had visions of the depression (laughs) but no we're coming up into a different type of depression we've recovered from the 60s but only just and we're just sticking our toe in the 70s 1971 interesting time two years married I am uh, starting um to have other worries and I listen to less music. So, but I'd, I'd, I'd be okay though. I know who you're talking about here. So, who are you going to kick off to give us a feel with an essential song of 1971? Well, I think to be quintessentially 1971, you have to touch on the beginnings of glam rock. And to touch on the beginnings of glam rock and satin and little glitter on faces and big hair, you've got to go to the one and only Mark Bolan of Tyrannosaurus Rex, known in the charts as T-Rex. All right, okay. And he had a marvellous song at that time, a very, very moody, sexy, with a, a very heavy bass beat called Hot Love. I, I actually remember this. Hot Love was one of the most sensuously empowering songs. Can you imagine it playing at a teen disco? I was 16. We were like we had the the guy going around with a ruler to try and separate us, you know, saying, "I want your full cooperation and moral support, no cheek to cheek dancing." And here's the ruler in between you. You must dance at least the ruler apart, you know, all that kind of nonsense on the floor. But hot love, and sorry, Billy Brown, if you're listening, but that is true. You did that, so um, and we loved you for it. But hot love, T Rex, Mark Bolan really started the whole glam rock thing. And he had a stylist called Chalita Secunda. And Chalita was the one who really came up with the makeup, the the big shoulder pads, the extremely tight satin clothes. Not really an image for Mr. Hook, I'm sure, but sort of embraced by a young Mr. Hughes when... You know, but I did look like Jimmy Five Bellies with me satin shirt because it was too tight and people were very kind not to say so. But I have to say T-Rex had some of my favourite songs of that period in my life. And I was DJing. I was DJing at the local golf club. I was DJing in the local tennis club. And I was spinning the discs in the Aintus Ogre, which was down in the old parochial hall. So I would have played Jeepster and Get It On and Ride a White Swan and Telegram Sam. And and even now, on the soundtrack to Moulin Rouge, Gavin Friday and Bono got together And they did a remake of Children of the Revolution. And Children of the Revolution was one of the big T-Rex songs. I don't know if you remember any of those. I'm lost. You've lost me. I've lost you, have I? Well, but, you know, just as everything was going right and Mark Bolan had put his mark down and six top albums, 14 top singles, everything going right, he was in a GT Mini with a friend of his. They were coming back from the pub. She was driving. He didn't drive. And they went into a tree and that was it. He was really? killed. Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. He Bloody was killed hell. in 1977. That's very sad. And the band fell apart. So, uh, you know, six years from this 
auspicious, fabulous start to the end. So Mark Boland, one of those people just snuffed out. All right, uh, it's uh, Hot Love with T-Rex. She's my woman of gold, she's not very old, uh-huh. She's my woman of gold, she's not very old, uh-huh. I don't mean to be bold about the way I hold your hand. She ain't a witch and I love the way she twitch, uh-huh.
I, I, I mean, even at a distance of 40 odd years, that's pretty hot, isn't it? It's totally hot. And it's the marvellous production of Tony Visconti, the unmistakable sound of Mark Bolan. All right. How about uh, number two? Number two. For 1971, Bill Hughes' Essential Songs. 1971, a song written by Carole King. Carole King? She recorded it, but at the same time, her great friend James Taylor was also recording his album. They were in adjoining studios. They were sharing musicians. They were sharing production. And they shared the song. And their friend Joni Mitchell dropped in. And Joni Mitchell sat in with James Taylor while he sang Carole King's song, You've Got a Friend. It's Joni Mitchell on backing vocals. And they decided that's the one. Wow. Let's release that. that. amazing? And the following year at the Grammys, Carol King wins the Grammy for Best Song, but he wins the Grammy for Best Recording. <laughs> so they both came out winners. And it really... Carol s- King did some great stuff. Oh, my God. And it was at the time, you know, that building I keep talking about, the Brill building, uh, when she was writing so much stuff. But he had such mental health struggles, but he thought of them as kind of... Listen, this is an inseparable part of my personality and I have these feelings. So he tried to channel them into his music. And the Vietnam War uh, escalated. His draft arrived, but he was, you know, psychological rejection came because selective service system said he cannot be uh, exposed to the war. So he, you know, what's really funny about James Taylor is James Taylor has had so many hits and so many hit albums. When did he have his first number one album, George? This year. 2015. What? This year. You're kidding 2015. me. 2015. 40 years He after. knocked Taylor Swift off the top of the American album charts this year. Posthumously? No, he's alive. He's alive and well. And uh, he's, he's just extra... With, with, it's called Before This World. A wonderful album. Beautiful album. Uh, you need to go out there and get that one, download it. But James Taylor, what a character. He he recorded You've Got a Friend. It was from his stunning album, Mudslide Slim and the Blue Horizon. Like you couldn't go to a bed sit in Dublin at the time without seeing Mudslide Slim and also seeing Carol King's Tapestry and Joni Mitchell's Blue. Everybody had those three albums. They were the they were the ones and they were the anthems of the period. And you know, his second hit from the album was a song that I adore too. It's called Long Ago and Far Away. Um, Just beautiful singing. And over the years, he has continued. Like, he's gone through some dips, but he keeps coming back. And years ago, he played the stadium, the National Stadium here in Dublin. And I went to see him and I just sat with my gob open the whole way through the set and I wept. And the following day, I was going down Grafton Street and I got down to the bottom and I was just crossing the road. And there and he was. Don't tell me. Leaning against the, the, the gate of Trinity in a, a, a very a navy blue plain suit uh, with a grey sort of cashmere pericomo type shirt under it. And he was just there looking around and I went over to him and I said, James Taylor, I, I just want to say thank you. And he just shook my hand and just looked at me and I walked off and it just, it nearly <laughs> killed me. 
<laughs> it's years ago. Oh, this is extraordinary. It's 1971. The essential songs picked by Bill Hughes. And what better than this great Carol King lyric? You've got Joni Mitchell um, on backing vocals, and you've got the wonderful James Taylor to sing it. Uh, what a team. When you're down and troubled and you need a helping hand and nothing or nothing's going right Close your eyes and think of me and soon
James Taylor uh, there, you've got a friend. Uh, that was very evocative. Wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful stuff. Oh, beautiful. Brilliant. But the beautiful guitar picking, yeah. the picking and then the softness of the vocal coming in and laying on top of it. And you just can imagine, you can just feel that. That just goes right into right. you. And if it doesn't, you're fighting it. Give in. All right. <laughs> uh, 1971, Bill Hughes' Essential Songs. Uh, to close, where are we going? We're changing the mood. We're changing the mood and we're going to the bad boys of 1971. Yeah. They were four brats really came onto the scene uh, led by their ringleader Noddy Holder who was he had a voice like broken glass and gravel mixed together and he was the lead singer. You had Don Powell on drums. You had Jim Lee on bass guitar and then you had Dave Hill the man with the worst haircut in the world on lead guitar. And they were from the darkest part of Britain. They were from uh, Walsall and Wolverhampton. They were from that the black country. West Midlands. Yeah, the West yeah. Midlands. And uh, they had a group together called Slade. And Slade, I think, were sensational. But Slade did the oddest trajectory. They went from being a really cool... Uh, cutting edge band to being a pub band you know they didn't the graduation went in the wrong direction <laughs> so and I, I was sorry about that because Holder became a joke really and you know they, they, they do have great stuff come on feel the noise and, and Merry Christmas everybody you know they say here it is and everybody knows you know that screechy voice but this song I think is one of the classics and it's called Cause I Love You. Really? And it's spelt C-O-Z and then I, L-U-V and then Y-O-U. So, you know, it drove the headmasters of schools across England crazy because it was the start of that misspelling. It was almost like they were oh, using yeah. text speak before text speak came in. All right. Uh, the Essential Songs of 1971 came to you from Bill Hughes. We're, we're heading away. We'll be kickstarting another business shortly, but we're heading off now with Cause I Love You, although Bill thinks that that was the beginning of text speak. It actually began with the Great Heinz Corporation in 1955 when they said, Beans means Heinz, and there was a Z at the end of every word. That was the end of spelling uh, in uh, <laughs> the English-speaking world. But who am I to say when you can have Cause I Love You at Slade from Bill Hughes and 71? I want to love about you when you move. 